Well, who's doing it? Damn! <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Queer Bait Podcast. My name is Maureen, and with me, as always, my lovely host, Ainsley. <laughs> Say hello. Hi. Wait, we're, we're two queer chicks. Talk queer shit. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, Ainsley made that, me pause it to tell me that I didn't say that. That's the intro you want to go with? Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Ainsley? <laughs> it's so weird being on the other end of it. I know, the receiving end. <laughs> it's really, really hard. I don't know. I didn't really have anything this week. That's great. <laughs> oh, shit. She's playing it back on me. Okay, so today I want to talk about YouTube, the queer YouTube. Can I just say that I always come up with the ideas. I always structure the podcasts. Maureen's one job is to be, like, the technical person, and every time she tries to plug the mic in, she can't figure it out. Today I just forgot to plug the mic in. I was confused. <laughs> she was literally trying to test to make sure the sound was okay. <laughs> She's like, why isn't it working? Wasn't plugged in at all. <laughs> Anyways, back to our topic, Ainsley. Yeah, so I would just like to say that I came up with this topic. Don't let Maureen <laughs> fool you. I'm just allowing her to take the wheel for once. They'll know one day when it's a Maureen topic. Yeah. It's <laughs> It'll be like, let's talk about our favorite sundresses. <laughs> It's going to be about flowers. Not even flowers, because you're not even a flower fan. You're a plant fan. Yeah, I am. Like, let's talk about plants. Okay, but Ainsley, Ainsley, let's let's get back to the topic. (laughs) I'm trying to really be Ainsley. (laughs) So, I never say that. I'm like the opposite. I'm like the rancher that goes in every direction. I'm like, wait, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so this fucker. (laughs) So, how do we feel about queer YouTube? Well, like, that's the issue, is that it's not queer YouTube. It is just regular YouTube. You're supposed to talk like me. Oh, I love it. I love everything about it. I love gay people. I love gay women and gay men. The trans community is so good on YouTube. Okay. It's really hard for me to be you because I am so negative and I hate everything. Yeah, absolutely. Can we switch back? That's why it's hard to be you, don't you <laughs> I don't think I could be this positive person. Okay, so I love gay YouTube. Yeah. Go on. Well, like, what I was trying to say was that I don't feel like it is gay YouTube or queer YouTube. I think that it is YouTube that a lot of queer people try and make um, careers off of, which is a good thing. Like, I want the queer community to have careers, to, to have just as many opportunities as the straight community. Uh-huh. So, no big deal there. But, I don't know, to only have, like, I think most YouTube is trash. Oh, like, honestly, yeah. like, most YouTubers, I don't really get the, this whole, like, they're not entertaining to me uh-huh. at all. So I just think YouTube mostly is kind of trash just because, like, I don't find entertainment value in most of the things on there. Uh-huh. Like, YouTube used to be like, oh, let's put our prank videos on there. Or, like, let's put our fail videos the on best. there. Like, oh, look at us hit each other with firework sticks. Like. Well- and lots of makeup tutorials. And lots of makeup <laughs> tutorials, which is still a big thing. So, like, those are still very prominent in the YouTube community, but now I think it's definitely, like, a lot of people do YouTube as a career, which is fine, because uh-huh. I do think there's a lot of people that have good, important things to say, um, and that's a good platform to do it on, because 
most of the world has access to YouTube. So I think that it could be very, very useful. I just think that it's not used well. Yeah, I understand that. I really like it. I think it's fun. I think it has a lot of entertainment value. I think I adore YouTube. And like, I know that there isn't a ton of quality, quote unquote, stuff. Mm -hmm. It's quantity. It's quantity, but I like it. I am really here for those people who post a video every three days. And I mean, let's think back to it. So like my brother being 12, didn't know how to tie a tie. He went on YouTube, learned how to tie a tie. True. You know, so I think there's definitely um, important aspects of YouTube. Uh Entertainment, absolutely, for one. I like watching people crash on motorcycles. I find it hilarious. (laughs) But also, the people that put that on YouTube, like, aren't really trying to make careers. But, like, the people that, like, make videos every day or four times a week or whatever and just push out so much crap that is meaningless. (laughs) I'm like, oh, but then I can't really talk too much shit because I love television and television does the same shit. We did just do an episode on Gay's Anatomy. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, okay, Ainsley, tone it down. Can't hate YouTubers because you love crappy TV. And let me tell you, I watch a lot of crappy TV. Teen Mom OG. I do. Well, I don't call Team Mom OG crappy TV, okay? Just because it's reality doesn't mean that it doesn't have a place. Well, I guess definition of crappy being that it doesn't educate. Well, I mean, Team Mom, Mom educates. Team Mom does a lot more than the average, but I mean, like, realistically, the best TV is really, like, National Geographic and Animal Planet, but not yeah. when it's America's Funniest Home videos of the animals. Yeah, so it's kind of tough. So I can't talk too much shit on YouTube. But I'm still going to because that's my place <laughs> on this podcast is to be Talk the negative <laughs> aspect to everything. As I'm like, I love it. I have so much fun. <laughs> but no, I think I think it's cool because, um, like you said, makeup tutorials. Um, you know, I, you know, you probably wouldn't have learned how to do your eyebrows. Hey! If it wasn't for YouTube. There's tons of things that I learned off of YouTube. So, like, makeup tutorialists are kind of cool because, like, at least they have a talent to showcase. Because, like, (laughs) I can't do makeup. I don't know what the hell is going on with my eyebrows. Mm -hmm. What's a lip filler? No clue. (laughs) But there's a lot of people on the internet that can tell me. So, at least, like, makeup tutorials have a talent that they showcase. I watch a lot of workout people. Mm -hmm. They have a talent for working out. They showcase that. I'm like, cool, sweet. Yeah. You know, they motivate me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and also I like watching old music videos because MTV doesn't show them anymore. <laughs> the top 20 <laughs> countdown is gone. I have to make my own. <laughs> you know, so there's definitely a place for it. But since this is queer bait, we have to talk about queer YouTube and what it means and what it does and most importantly on my side what it doesn't do yeah yeah you start us off queer you queer YouTube (laughs) I really enjoy queer YouTube I think it is like a lot of vlogs is the only thing you know Mm -hmm. and that's I think a lot of the difference between queer YouTube and a lot of other platforms I mean I see a lot of fitness people also do vlogs and stuff but Mm -hmm. like your makeup DIY people don't really do vlogs because they're kind of busy putting out a specific talent. Yeah. And they do a tutorial. The only thing that I can say about workout people, it makes sense to show their vlogs since they're showing their health as a lifestyle. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense, but sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to watch you going to the barber. 
Well, like, fitness, that doesn't make sense. Right. But. And, like, fitness is a talent, you know? I Absolutely. Mean, it's weird to put it that way, but, like, being fit is a talent that people have to work towards and yada yada. Anyways, but I do feel like queer YouTube is just kind of weird in that, like, your vlogs are fun, admittedly. And sometimes mm -hmm. I really like to watch vlogs. But is your life that different than the average Americans? Are you doing a lot of queer things with your vlogs? Yeah, so I think there's two types of queer YouTubers. Uh -huh. There's the ones that focus on their lives as a queer person in the community doing vlogs like, oh, like, I'm having lunch with my mom, but I'm gay. So, like, <laughs> right. that brings in an audience. Yeah. And then there's queer YouTubers that are actually, like, YouTubers who happen to be queer. Yes. You know, so maybe even three types because then there's well, queer YouTubers that actually want to educate. Yes. So there's a, you know, so we kind of have to put them way. in categories. So we can't just say like queer YouTube in general because I think there's about three categories. Either the ones uh -huh. that are like, I just, I'm a queer person, so here's my day mm -hmm. or here's my life. I'm a queer person that wants to educate or I'm a YouTuber who happens to be queer. I feel like the queer YouTubers and here's my day are oh. the pains in my butts well i think they have value in just entertainment purposes i don't watch many of it's the boring. youtube vlogs boring yeah, that is like at least the fitness folks who do vlogs i am interested in what hills they are running you know like their vlogs yeah. incorporate part of the fitness and i think more that if queer youtuber blog excuse me vlogs I think if they incorporated more queer event or something, like, oh, I'm yeah. going to do a vlog because I'm going to this queer shop, like a sex shop or something, you're like, oh, I'm yeah. going to go do this inherently queer thing. You know, it's Pride Week, so we're going to go to the parade. But it's like, I'm taking a walk, which is like, not... Yeah. Not that that doesn't have a place in the world. It's kind of fun to watch somebody else's life sometimes, mm -hmm. but is it necessary? No. Yeah. That's like Vlogmas. Yeah, Vlogmas is, there's some people who do it very, very well that we're going to discuss later on because we're going to give, like, our favorite queer YouTubers. Um, oh, are we? Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> get freaking prepared for this. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I thought this was your topic that you came <laughs> up with. Ha, ha, ha. I don't play favorites. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's some people that do Vlogmas, and if you don't know what that is, that's, like, where you make a vlog, like, like, 12 days or 15, like, every day. I see some, like, 30-day vlogs. Yeah, leading up to Christmas, which, I like, cool. That. Like, I get, like, YouTube, the more content you put out, the more subscribers and more notoriety you're going to get. So, I yeah. get it. And doing... Feels like fluff. Yeah, but doing the YouTube challenges or, like, the things that all YouTubers do, mm -hmm. that's what frustrates me the most about YouTube. Do you want to talk about one of the big challenges? Yeah, we will. Am I getting ahead? Okay, go. Yeah, we will. So, you know, a YouTube challenge, I don't know where they started, but, like, I remember, you know, like, the ALS um, ice bucket challenge. Yeah. Where a bunch of YouTubers, you throw ice on you, you record it, you know, you make a couple bucks off of that and you donate it. Awesome. Uh-huh. But then it's just turned into something where it's like a YouTuber comes up with an idea and it's either funny or kind of scary or, you know, it's entertaining. Yeah. But then everybody does it and you're just like, holy shit. But for some reason, <laughs> we watch every single goddamn one of them and it drives me <laughs> nuts. Hopefully Absolutely nuts. Like these. <laughs> no, because like I think the creator that comes up with it 
even though it's not like my cup of tea, I'm like, I could see that you thought of something, you made a video for entertainment, you put it out there, people enjoyed it. Uh Awesome. But when it becomes a challenge and everybody does it, I'm like, it's lost any essence of like the good that it was. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Okay, hit me. Oh, well, just to speak to like the ALS, I also feel like it starts out as a charity thing. And then it becomes a very non-charitable thing, you know, and it's just yeah. like, oh, do the ice bucket challenge or donate $20 to here's a charity, you know. Yeah. And then it just becomes everybody like wanting to turn it into like a fun thing that's not for any given cause. It's just for the fun of putting ice on you. Which yeah, is- it's just like it, 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 they become a way to get famous or like notoriety get your five minutes of fame which is like the antithesis of the point of like charity like the whole point of it was to be like okay like i'm gonna do this a popular youtuber is going to do this i'm gonna get views i get paid off of ads on that video i'm going to take that ad revenue and donate it to a worthy cause but then all these kids Uh and all these people who want their five seconds of fame because literally that's all it takes in an ice bucket challenge (laughs) is five seconds you're like oh it's so cold click off all of a sudden they started to get a bunch of views but they're not earning money off of that video because they haven't been on youtube long enough to actually earn money off of ads Uh so they're just putting it on youtube getting a bunch of views getting a bunch of comments you know getting like extra instagram followers yeah and bam bam they're gone (laughs) like you never see them again it didn't do anything good and all it did was take away from the the people that are doing the challenge that actually can make a difference but granted ice bucket challenge raised a lot of money yeah no absolutely but so can't be too mad at it but it digresses very easily yeah absolutely okay so i want to talk about some of the few um like, one of the few YouTube challenges that drive me crazy, especially in the queer community, because it plays okay. into, like, this stereotype. I want to talk about, like, the first challenge. I want to guess which ones you hate. Okay, okay. There's two that kind of do the same thing uh-huh. that piss me off. Okay, I'm going to try to guess two of them in okay. this one go. A, I think the girlfriend tag. And B, I think the super kiss. So you're right about one of them. The girlfriend tag doesn't necessarily bother me, but uh, the super kiss bothers me and chapstick challenge bothers oh, me. Oh, chapstick challenge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the chapstick challenge, if you don't know, is where you get a bunch of different flavors of chapstick. Well, it's not chapstick because chapstick is a name brand. So I shouldn't say ah, chapstick. Like lip, lip balm. balm. <laughs> yeah. But it's called the chapstick challenge. So I'm going to stick with chapstick. <laughs> Um, you get a bunch of different flavors of chapsticks, and then you put one on, and then you kiss your YouTube partner, and they try and guess the flavor. Yeah. Right? And when I say kiss, some YouTubers are like, oh, we're just friends, so I'm just gonna smell their lips. (laughs) Or like, ooh, like, we're trying to make money, so we're gonna kiss each other a bunch. Like, oh, we're gonna make it really sexual. like, lick your face at this point. (laughs) Yeah, so the chapstick challenge pisses me off. Oh, I should have thought of that one. Yeah, and then super kiss is pretty similar to that, where, like, if you're a YouTube couple, or if you're a YouTuber that has a partner, or, you know what, fuck, I've fuck seen some... Fuck, you're good friends. Yeah, if you're good friends, you just kiss for as long as possible. And yeah. a lot of YouTubers that I loved and respected for years in the queer community did both the chapstick challenge and the super kiss and like it broke me because i was like 
especially I think it's cute okay so I'm a little hypocritical (laughs) when straight people do it I don't really care either way because Mm -hmm. it's like oh they're a couple they're friends whatever they're kissing no big deal they're putting it on YouTube because they're already popular they're gonna get a bunch (laughs) of views because everybody loves them to get everybody ships them just dumb everybody (laughs) loves it whatever it's not in my mind I don't watch it I don't care about it good for them that they made money off of it Uh uh-huh when gay men couples, men on men couples did it, I was like, that's awesome because people feel so uncomfortable watching men kiss men. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, put that out there. That's awesome. If people watch it, that's even better. If it pisses people <laughs> off and makes them homophobic, even better. Awesome. You made money pissing off a homophobe. Uh-huh. I fucking love it. But... When lesbian YouTubers or bisexual women, when women kiss women, they get sexualized for it. Uh-huh. So doing Chapstick Challenge and doing Super Kiss really disappointed me in the women-women, women-loving women community just because of that giant stereotype of, like, we're only lesbians to please other people. I do feel like it feeds into, like, this fetishized thing, you know, which I think is the only difference between men and women in this case, you know, like, gay men and gay Mm -hmm. women, is, like, nobody fetishizes two men together. They don't go to parties. Other than gay men. Right. (laughs) They don't go to parties and they're like, kiss each other, bro, like, that's so hot. That's my good, that's my man voice. If anything, they're repulsed by it and they try and stay away from it as much as possible. So that is the only trick, but then I also don't want to be too hypercritical of it. It's not, I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not so up in arms as you about it. Well, see, I get the other side of it because I want you, uh, lesbian youtubers and queer youtubers in general to get notoriety and have subscribers and have views and be able to pardon me to make money like i get that Uh so doing super kiss and chapstick challenge they're gonna be getting the views they're gonna be getting that ad revenue so i want that for them i just wish it wasn't that way yeah you know like i I want them to be successful but i want them you know not to have to do it in that way but unfortunately it helps, and it goes really quickly. Yeah. You know? If oh, my you, God. All these videos, like, Super Millions. Kiss, even, like, people views. like Rose and Rosie. You look at their channel, Super Kiss has, like, ten times the amount of views as their average. You yeah. know? It's just, like, and I, so I understand it. That when you're yeah. looking at your follower count and your engagement is low, and then you, like, oh, look at that, that. Super Kiss. Look, everybody gets two times minimum the views. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I could make a lot of money, or I could gain a lot of followers and like a lot of yeah i feel that well i'm glad you brought up rose and rosie because they were one of the couples that did it that i was disappointed that they did it i knew it i knew it so much you didn't say it but i (laughs) knew it because i know how much you love them i've been following them since the beginning i think it's been like five or six years now um and i want to promote them because they're amazing women so um the channel is actually under rose ellen dix yeah d-i-x um, so go subscribe to them. In case you didn't know who Rose and Rosie are. Yeah, I would assume if, like, you're listening to a female queer podcast, <laughs> I'm assuming you know them, but just in case, um, go to their channel. Um, also, Rosie has a channel, The Rock Cetera, so, you know, subscribe to that, too. But um, two British women, uh, Rose, lesbian, Rosie, bisexual. Absolutely love them, been following them since, you know, they started on YouTube. 
Um, they did Super Kiss very, very early on in uh-huh. their YouTube. So, like, you can't be too disappointed in that because it's kind of like... There wasn't any representation, let alone quality to guide you. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really know any better. So, like, I'm definitely not mad about that. And then they did Super Kiss Part 2. So they <laughs> did it again, which I was like, ooh, like, I know you're doing it to get followers. <laughs> and then they did Chapstick Challenge. But they have made their careers off of YouTube, Uh and they're a beautiful couple that truly love each other and say a lot of really great things about the queer community and Mm -hmm. their activists within that community, you know, so celebrate that. And Uh I can be like, okay, like, even though I think it's bad, you did this, the good they've done far outweighs. Are they really active? Not not to shit on them at all, but are they activists? Because I feel like the majority of their videos, and I haven't been on their channel in a while, but I feel mm-hmm. like they are kind of vloggers now, and like mm. house tours and stuff. Not that anything's wrong with that. So not to say that they're not activists inherently. I just don't really see them as activists. Really. I kind of disagree. Just having, um, I think you're a really good queer activist if you use YouTube as a platform to showcase the good in the queer community, which they definitely do, they, uh-huh. um, they're not, they don't shy away from talking about queer things, um, you know, so they, they make videos, they do the vlog thing, which whatever, but it kind of showcases, like, oh, average, you know, women marrying women lives, like, they have regular lives, so that's yeah. kind of cool, so I can see the quality in that, but outside of YouTube, they do things. Okay, I mean, like, I understand that, you have to get funds from somewhere. And yeah. if funds come from vlog videos, like, that's what you're going to do. But I just, yeah, I don't really see them as activists lately. But I could be totally wrong. I'm not very up on the trends either. But, you know, <laughs> the trends, the hip things. Yeah, the hip things. I don't know. I I adore them. I think they're awesome. But, you know, I could see, you know, both sides, I guess. But I'll promote them all day yeah, long. I, know you will. I won't promote their gaming channel because I think that's weird, but that <laughs> <laughs> they have a gaming channel. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they have a gaming channel. Go follow their gaming channel. Which like it's funny, like I've watched a few times. Like it's not like serious. They're I think the point is to make fun of gaming channels. Oh, that's fun. Which is fun, but it's not like entertaining to okay. me. Well, you know, it but is what it is. Whatever. So even though they did Super Kiss, like I definitely forgive them because they've done so much good. And also being one of the earlier starters of queer YouTube, mm-hmm. I think, because they really did base their YouTube channel off of just being queer women. Uh-huh. You know, talking to one another. It's just conversations between partners. Like that's all their videos are. That's true. Is so them- at least they don't claim to be something. That's kind of Other what, than like, that. <laughs> those are the channels not theirs specifically because i think they're started at a time when that was so valuable yeah you know and it's like oh, these yeah. days that's not valuable anymore you know not like financially yes it's monetarily <laughs> valuable but it's just like we're on to a new era i think and it's just ever evolving and so i feel like a lot of people are still making channels where it's just hey we're we're two girls chatting we're gay yeah you know and it's just like that's not furthering the discussion anymore. Yeah, so I think there's definitely that category of um, you t- uh, queer YouTubers who just do YouTube because they're queer. But, like, uh-huh. Rose and Rosie, at least, are, like, good YouTubers. They make funny content. Yeah. They're clever women. No, I won't they, deny. They put work into it. Definitely. They put a lot of work. They promote themselves very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the side of queer YouTube, you know, where they're not 
educating on queer things and they're just and then they're not uber so they're not they're not queer youtubers because they're not talking about queer things but they're also not youtubers because they're not making entertainment but i think they claim the queer youtubers for the purpose of followers yep even though the only thing queer about you know it's like the only thing queer about them is they kiss yeah you know like some of them i see them kiss each other once in a while but it's just like other than that you're not really making queer content you're just pulling in the fans from people who just want you're queer baiting oh yeah that's the whole point of our podcast is to like (laughs) wait what's our name (laughs) you know to to break down queer baiting because it's a terrible thing and it's in all aspects of our lives and youtube is such a big part of it and it's terrible Mm -hmm. like there's clickbait where it's like Oh, I broke my leg. Click on this video to find out how. So there's clickbait. But then there's right. queer bait where it's all like, come, come watch my videos because I'm queer. But our videos have nothing to do with us being queer. Right. Like we're just, we, we're really terrible YouTubers because we make crappy videos and we're not entertaining. We're not personalities. And also we don't talk about queer stuff. So like this podcast, people can be like, hey, your podcast sucks. True. okay i'll take it thank you write a review don't care if it's negative (laughs) subscribe oh thank you but if you tell me my podcast is crap that's okay but at least in my heart i can say i'm trying to say something with the platform that i am given at least it's queer crap so if it's not entertaining to you my apologies i guess i'll try harder (laughs) but you have to at least be one or the other. I hope I can be both. I hope this podcast is entertaining and educating. Yeah. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. I think that should be the goal of queer YouTube is, you know, entertaining and educating. Yeah. Both. But when you are neither, but you're still <laughs> getting money from it because you're queer. Oh, Ainsley's coming after you. Makes me so mad. You're She's just in the comments section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that fucking troll that's like bro like get an editor (laughs) no definitely not i've never commented in my life on anybody's instagram or youtube because i'm so fearful that it'll come back once on a youtube video (laughs) like you're so cool i was like oh my gosh never thought of this you know i think it was like an enter to win contest you know it was just i was like oh my god so cool love the color blue my fave yeah basic bitch (laughs) so I don't like queer bait, queer YouTube. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that do it where they're just like, we're a lesbian couple. Come watch our vlogs. And I'm like, holy shit, you're walking your dog, like, for 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Like, why did I click on this? Because I got queer baited into clicking it. My God, I think I literally did watch. Gosh, I know I watched YouTube video. <laughs> like, like, a queer person was walking their dog for 10 minutes just shooting the shit which is like fine if that's your style of entertainment but like man i wish i could unsee that and un just take my money back yeah i want to take my money back from that (laughs) this is why i never click ads and i'm always like skip ad (laughs) unless it's a creator that i love then i'm like i'll watch the whole ad and i'll click on rom we clothing (laughs) website i'll click it because I love them and I want them to earn five cents. Right. I'm like, I'll scroll through clothes that I have no intention ever of buying. LuLaRoe. <laughs> like, yeah. I need a website on Wix. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I'll do it because I believe the creators created something 
and deserve something for that. Yeah, I feel. But when you're not creating something that isn't entertaining, isn't educational, kind of what is the point? Ainsley's skipping past your ads. Yeah. Oh, I don't even watch your videos. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the better route to take. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's tough. Um, I, I wasn't personally gonna call out any YouTubers that- I'll probably edit. Yeah, I wasn't gonna call out any specific YouTubers as to whom I think do that. But there's also that, it's a big, big, big grouping, especially, I think, with women. There are many you could call. There's a lot. And you can always tell because their, their YouTube channel is always a couple name. It's always this person and this person. (laughs) right see i feel like there's some very prominent single people though who i watch their videos and i'm like really who do it too really and it's like ah it's so hard because i'm torn like i want to watch you get your wisdom teeth taken out but (laughs) what is the effing point like it makes me so angry because i'm like what the fuck but then i still go and watch the video yeah and i'm like god damn it i just watched that 10 minute long video of you got your you like wisdom teeth taken out and you're groggy from recovery and i'm just so flabbergasted at myself yeah so i think the best thing to do for queer youtubers and like this is just my opinion obviously they're making way more money than me i know we're gonna we're gonna go to youtube now we're gonna do chapstick challenges (laughs) right i want to create like a youtube account just to do these dumb challenges just to mock it just to see if i could get followers on it you know oh no social experience i'd rather do it like a mockumentary like you know what we should do nobody take this idea all two people (laughs) that listen to this my mom included (laughs) my mom included (laughs) don't you take this idea we should make a mockumentary of like us becoming youtubers like queer youtubers but like in the most terrible, tragic way. That is so good. And then, like, we can just, like, have it all crumble down on us. Like, we can have, like, a very public <laughs> breakup and just, oh like, things go terrible in the whole... Don't take my idea. <laughs> I'm so tempted to edit this out so that we can keep this to ourselves. If that's something that you would want, give this video a like. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm practicing. <laughs> you know what, though? We could probably use a few more mockumentaries in the world, so... Yeah, I so I think it. that's a great idea. Okay, I'm going to start writing it because it's definitely going to be scripted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think there's a whole category of YouTubers that are freaking amazing. And that's the queer YouTubers that educate. Okay, I want to talk about the first one because this is really like my only one. I already know who it is, so go for it. No, you don't. Do you really? I'm going to know. Pilot! talk yeah <laughs> did you know that that was what i was so gonna say? okay maureen that was not who i was gonna think you were gonna say so that's cool because then there'll be one for me okay cool. um there's actually a few that i wanted wait i want to redo my pillow talk okay <laughs> so i just want to say that it's not called pillow talk that's one of the segments that they do pillow so- <laughs> so on youtube there is a channel called the gay women's channel um i always and it'll forget pop that that's up. its real name <laughs> yeah um also i forget if it's and also unsolicited yeah project. The unsolicited project that's the one that i think i really follow yeah so it's it's by the same women yeah though um and then pillow talk is the segment that they do every week that is freaking phenomenal so why don't you tell us about pillow talk wait hold on make sure you subscribe because 
they're amazing women. I freaking love them. I just, they have, they're both educational and humorous, and I think that everything has a point. And, like, they mock gay women, like, they make little short sketches, oh, like, yeah. mocking gay women, like, gay women support group and stuff, or, like, mm-hmm. straight, like, falling for a straight girl stuff. This channel is exactly what I would want from a queer YouTube channel, because, mm-hmm. like you said, it's entertaining because they are too funny women. Yeah. They are funny. They write funny skits. They make web series that are pretty clever and mm-hmm. funny. Um, but they always have a purpose behind it, and it's to educate on gay topics or queer topics. Uh-huh. You know, they're not just like, oh, we're going to talk about bisexuals and make a bunch of bisexual jokes. They do. They make a bunch of bisexual jokes, but it's done sarcastically, so you know it's like they mean the opposite of that. Oh, yeah. So, And it's, wonderful. I don't know, I think they're like the greatest example of people who can be funny and make money on this, you know, mm-hmm. but like also educate. I don't know, I just think it's so fantastic that they don't need vlogs every third day, you know, and they yeah. don't need like... They don't need the chapstick challenge yeah, to be popular. Yeah, they don't do any of those things. They, I've never seen them do a vlog. They've mm-hmm. done uh, behind the scenes for movies that they've made. Yeah. Because they are such wonderful women that mm-hmm. they not only wanted to make a queer YouTube channel, but they wanted to make que- other queer content yeah. that meant something and that hit a wider range of people, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So they took their fame that they got from YouTube and did something for the community yeah. for it. You know, and their movies might not be your cup of tea because they are just about queer women. But, like, fuck it. <laughs> like, they're movies, and we love... And they're not horrible movies. No. You know, they're not pointless movies. No. They have a story to tell. Um, they're amazing. And also just, like, queer women writing queer things, supporting queer content is what it's all about. Yeah. Like, and it's... It's good. It's not just, like, queer for queer's sake. It is super quality. Like, Sarah and Adriana obviously put, like, a lot of editing and effort Mm -hmm. in general into their videos. Mm -hmm. Even though, like, half the videos are them sitting in a bed together. Yeah. They just sit in the bed and they talk about these topics. And it's just, like, even despite what some may call boring, like, it's not boring. Like, you would... I can no. describe that to you, and you're like, yeah, that sounds weird. But, like, in reality, it's not like they're sitting in a bed all sexy, like, you know. No. It's just this funny stuff. And, like, they have, I just checked, 421,000 subscribers. That's it? They don't even have half a mil? These women deserve a lot more. They do. Honestly, yeah, they could have a lot more subscribers. But I think when that is other a- YouTubers that, like, do nothing for nobody have, like, 10 million that's but really disappointing. For not selling their soul to the, you that's know, true. for the super kiss. Like, I think that is a really impressive number. And they obviously make enough, they make enough money off of it to make a living. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, at least And partly. again, they went out and they've made two movies now, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So, yeah. Almost adults. It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I think for... Mm-hmm and hopefully nobody takes offense, for a low-budget independent film. Yeah. Wonderful. I think it's all the more impressive. Yeah. Bam! So, they are, like, high quality. And they're, you know, the thing that is astounding is their videos get millions of views. Like, let's see. Lesbians, Expectation versus Reality, 35 million views. Yeah. In two years. And it's just, like, And they didn't have to sell out, which I love. Like, they didn't have to do anything that, like 
was queer baiting. I guess it's queer baiting in the sense where they're like, hey, like, we're queer women talking about queer things, so if you're into that, come watch us. Right, and like, here's some funny sketches that yeah. invoke queer women They're just struggles. like, this is the community. This is, you know, we can find humor in it. We can find, uh, you know, like you said, struggles within it. Like, yeah. we can talk about the good and the bad, and we can just have a good laugh about it. <sighs> but we can also take a step back and be like, yo, there's some real shit. Yeah, they just strike such a good balance, I yeah, think. they're fucking wonderful. Um, the one that I thought you were going to say, okay. which I'm very surprised that you didn't, is Ash Hardell. Because <gasps> oh, I know what a fan you are. Man, that messed them. me up. I love Ash Hardell. I just, yeah. Ash Hardell makes, like, fun videos, too, but is deeply educational. Yeah. So, I guess Ash Hardell... If I remember correctly, the way they identify is gender non-binary? Yes, that is my understanding. I remember that they made um, a coming out trans video, Mm -hmm. but I think it was more like coming out gender queer. I can't quite remember. I haven't kept up. Well, I feel like Ash Hardell has also been like, and I don't want to... I'm trying to remember back, but I think Ash Hardell is a person that really exemplifies fluidity just in life and like yeah. how things change and it's not just a phase but it's it was a phase of your life but it was not a phase in that you know like how we refer to it a lot you know yeah um they're absolutely wonderful mm-hmm. you know being a youtuber um a genderqueer youtuber isn't really a thing yet mm-hmm. i don't believe i don't believe there's a lot of them out there i think it's very much like hey we're lesbian youtubers or we're a gay couple come check us out or mm-hmm. even you know pillow is like wonderful we're like we're we're part of the queer community but i don't think gender queer gets like enough yeah notoriety and whatnot and like there just aren't yeah there aren't a lot of youtubers nearly as many i would say as you know like bisexual and lesbian people just like vlogging about the experience but you know it's like that experience is interesting, but more interesting are these gender non-binary and these trans people who have stories. And maybe it's just more interesting because I already know my lesbian experience, yeah. you know? So maybe that's the only reason. But I just think there are so many diverse experiences, and we don't get to see a lot of them. So Ash Hardell is, like, superb. Yeah. And what Ash Hardell does is really cool because they do videos where they vlog and talk about their lives and you know kind of I don't really want to call it a transition because she's they're not trans but Mm -hmm. you know kind of like like you said like this fluid life of like this is their life story like this is what has happened Mm -hmm. so they do that but they also are like hey so there's this thing called uh asexuality so I'm gonna tell you about it right and they go out and they get a bunch of great information Mm -hmm. and you know communicate it to a big audience mm-hmm. which is wonderful so shout out to ash hardell i just want to comment like the top surgery videos oh, that yeah. ash hardell did were just so interesting mm-hmm. even from the perspective of somebody who would never get top surgery because you know i identify thoroughly as a woman and i enjoy my breasts and yada mm-hmm. yada yada but it was just like man it's just like getting to experience this outside perspective of somebody who yeah. has this dysphoria and this doesn't belong on your mm-hmm. body I would suggest that to everybody just for, like, a better, deeper understanding of non-binary and trans Well, that's the great thing about their videos is that they're entertaining enough where, like, 
anybody can watch them. You don't have to be a genderqueer person to enjoy watching them. You don't have to be a person that is contemplating top surgery to enjoy the top surgery videos because they're entertaining enough and they're educational enough to like have some purpose and some substance behind them to where Mm -hmm. you're like wow i want to go and watch this accurate (laughs) yeah so there's um there's a few youtubers out there that really try and educate Mm -hmm. you know for sure but also you know gotta make money gotta gotta stay pretty entertaining yeah, Ash Hardell is one of those that gives me hope because I feel like it's kind of stayed constant. And same thing with oh, Unsolicited yeah. Project, you know, it's not like it's gone one way or another. And Ash Hardell has, like, over 500,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. So it's that thing of, like, you – not to say that they don't need more subscribers, but this mm-hmm. comfort with where you are, hopefully, financially, that you don't have to go out for super kiss, you know, to get more people. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't presume their situations and whatnot. Maybe people just really like doing super kiss challenge. That's true. <laughs> I just really like to film it and let others see it. Yeah. To I guess their own. that could be a thing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a reach. Okay. So I think there's also a category of uh, queer YouTube that does, you know, like we said, does a little of both. Um, but there's also that section where it's like, we're really good YouTubers, like, we Mm -hmm. make YouTube videos, and we are queer, so there's some queer aspect to it. Uh Uh-huh. So, I think that's also a good category. Yeah. As well. No? Do you have any of those? I mean, like, Allie Hills is wonderful. I mean, writes music, and, you know, if you enjoy her music, that's cool, but she also does, like, actual just, like, YouTube videos of her doing silly things that are entertaining. But it's never just, like, hey, because I'm queer, you should come check out my YouTube and check out my music. It's like, hey, if you like my music and if you like the entertaining things I do, come check out my channel. That's cool. I don't really watch Alley Hills. Yeah. And, like, the same thing with, like, Amy Ordman, you know, does the same thing where it's all, like, I do funny, silly things and I happen to be a queer person. Yeah, I really like Amy Ordman. Honestly, I think I'm just jealous of, like, her queer posse. Yeah, kind of everybody in L.A., really. Oh, my God. It makes me so (laughs) jealous, and it makes me want to hate them because I'm just like, damn you and your queer freaking posse that I'm so jealous of. But, like, I know that that's just something I need to get over because I find Amy Ordman hilarious. Yeah, but, again, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, I make YouTube videos. I am a YouTuber who happens to be queer so like Mm -hmm. that's really cool that she doesn't just like make videos like i'm queer come watch i do like right like i think her most recent video because it popped up on my youtube feed was like i got my cat a cat (laughs) (laughs) just like this dumb shit that you know i watch because i just feel like cat videos (laughs) times too yeah but she has like this whole um la posse i guess like alexis gizal is really awesome you know, because she makes, again, she is a YouTuber. She's been a YouTuber since she was a young teenager. She's been she's doing... still... Well, she's still young, but, like, young. she's she's older now. Um, you know, she was a YouTuber first, mm-hmm. then had a coming out, and was like, oh, cool, like, I like women. Did a couple educational videos on, like, 
what it means. Oh, I didn't know. I think you might have told me that. I don't watch her either. Yeah, and then kind of just continues. So, like, she does a good balance of, like, these are, like, my regular YouTube videos where I do, you know, kind of, like, sketch comedy things, and then she incorporates, uh-huh. like, oh, but this is also, like, we got to talk about queer stuff, too, and so I'm going to make, like, a sketch comedy based around, yeah. like, a queer topic. So, she does that really well. So I feel that. I think she's phenomenal. I think she's really funny. Mm-hmm. I like her stuff. Um... Again, Jesus, there's so many people. There are so many. (laughs) In LA. So I think what you should do is, like, go to, like, Amy Orman and, like, look at her, like, friends on the side. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to all of them. Cammy Scott, like, is her friend. And I always see them, like, in these big group YouTube videos. I'm like, what the hell? Well, Cammy Scott is very, very interesting and is wonderful because she does a little bit of everything. She does, like, hair tutorials, <laughs> makeup tutorials, does a vlog every she now and then. Real, like, a Jill of all trades. She really does everything, like, YouTube-related. I do dig it. And then, like, you know, she used to, you know, have, like, the couple channel where, like, they did, like, <laughs> the couple, yeah, do the couple challenges and stuff. Um, but then her own channel by herself is very much, like, like you said, a little bit of everything. And I kind of dig it because I would watch it if okay. I weren't a queer person and mm-hmm. just, I don't know, the knowledge that there is a queer person who I enjoy even if I'm not queer, but like I like her makeup tutorials, yada, yada, yada. You know, I just yeah. think it's cool stuff. So I think that's fantastic. She's wonderful. Um, and then I don't know a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, trans YouTubers because it's just not something that I really watch but i know there's a lot of really great um trans youtubers out there that have documented their journey um and oh yeah like miles chronicles right yeah you told me about miles chronicles i don't know i have never watched miles chronicles but funny he is funny and you can watch his um his trans transition (laughs) (laughs) okay redundant (laughs) but so again another youtuber that was like a YouTuber first would do silly YouTube videos. Oh, I didn't know that. But would also, like, have queer things to say and then beautifully documented their transition and isn't afraid of talking about it and Mm -hmm. and sharing his story and, and doing all that fun jazz. So, he's wonderful. I don't know a lot of trans just because, like, there's nobody else that I can think of off the top of my head. Mostly because yeah. I watch Ash Hardell so much. And then yeah. a lot of fitness YouTubers, even though I'm not fit. So, <laughs> I like to watch them yeah. work out. And I'm trying to think of some gay men or bisexual men. Um, <laughs> um, um, I know that there's Mark E. Miller, who I haven't watched a lot of their videos, but a lot of vlogs, I believe... Um, but a lot of, like, conversations. He's a gay man, I believe. I'm just gonna say queer, just in case I'm miss. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> yeah, just in case. Um, so he's wonderful. Um, I think there's a channel, like, Gay God, <laughs> who, you know, is always... <sighs> I want that channel name. I believe, you should look it up to make sure I'm not crazy, but I believe, um, Again, one of those YouTubers that did YouTube before has had, um, you know, relationships on YouTube, but also makes educational videos um, with a very, like, humorous twist. Like, I know he's a little over the top. Like, (laughs) he talks about some, uh, am I right with the name? Gay God? Yeah, Yeah, I am right. He's got rainbow hair. 
Oh, yeah. No, he's amazing. Um, So there are them out there. You just have to really search. It's taken 10 years for me to come up with a collection mm-hmm. of queer YouTubers <laughs> that, you know, I enjoy. That I think have good things to say and now it's gotten to the point where there's so many that now I don't don't have to watch like every one of them I don't have to be queer baited into it just be I'm not gonna watch this content just because they're queer now I can watch this content because I like it that's true you can be picky now (laughs) yeah I can be picky now so if there's any youtubers out there that would want to come onto this podcast and talk shit with me <laughs> and then you'll have Maureen blown smoke up your butt. Being like you're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> so any closing thoughts and ideas about queer YouTube? I live for queer YouTube. that sounds really dramatic i just really enjoy queer youtube well i enjoy youtube in general and queer happens to be one aspect which surprisingly it is not the largest aspect that i watch of youtube Mm -hmm. but it is a nice little important part that i like because it makes me feel like i have queer friends like i'm in the l word even though i'm not (laughs) is that miserable (laughs) that I, I was, love it. I was a little sad. <laughs> I think that there's a lot of good things about queer YouTube and there's a lot of bad things about queer YouTube, but I think that that is just the world in general, that there is going to be very positive things about the media and very negative things about the media. So I think it's just kind of something you got to live with and then you just kind of <laughs> have to applaud the people that work hard to try and make a difference in the world, which I there like are that. some YouTubers that do it. Please go subscribe to a few of the ones that we mentioned. Um, but more importantly, <laughs> subscribe to us you can find us on apple podcast spotify or podbean um i know i'm I'm, i could be a youtuber i'm gonna work on this mockumentary and i'm gonna become a youtuber just you wait my rise and fall of youtube um so make sure you subscribe to us on those platforms please rate us if you haven't already thank you if you have and write a review um again thank you if you have don't think you have though so (laughs) why don't you get on to it um mom (laughs) right mom start writing (laughs) i know how fast you type there could be a lot of reviews at this point (laughs) but until all those things make sure to Stay queer!